Okay, good morning. Good morning. Boker Tov. I want to thank our generous sponsors who sponsored the 10 Minutes of Meaning series for this year. Lenny and Chani Grunstein, in memory of Chani's father, Aaron Ben Yitzchak, Mr. Aaron Tambor, whose neshama should have an aliyah. We've begun the ninth parak of Mesilah Sisharim, the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato, has been motivating and inspiring us how to live a life of alacrity and zeal, not to be lazy, not to procrastinate, not to be lethargic, to identify our goals, to come up with resolutions about how to achieve them, to put together a timeline, metrics to measure, reinforcements to support us, how to go after them and to end each day with a sense of pride that we live the best version of ourselves. So in this ninth parak, the Ramchal has been identifying what are the obstacles, what are the barriers. One needs to anticipate what will knock us off course so that we can make sure that we uh, have a plan about how exactly to uh, get around them and to achieve all of our goals. Mafside has So the number one barrier, the number one thing that blocks us from living a life of high energy and enthusiasm is our predisposition to be lazy. It's part of the human psyche. It's part of the animal instinct, the animal impulse, the animal and soul inside each of us says, eh, stay in bed, sleep it off, stay on the couch, let someone else do it, let someone else pick it up. We have this innate sense of laziness. It's easier to remain at rest than it is to take all the energy that's needed to set us in motion. And the number one part of laziness is the desire to rest, to be at rest, to remain at rest. I'm sitting, I don't want to get up. Standing, I don't want to have to walk over there. I'm not doing the work, I don't want to have to start doing the work. I'm asleep, I don't want to have to wake up. And we don't want to exert ourselves. We love pleasure. We're pleasure seekers. We love simplicity. And so all of that predisposition, that innate sense within us, becomes an obstacle or a barrier. We have goals we want to achieve. We claim we want to want to do. And then our natural innate sense of laziness blocks us. A person who likes to eat all your meals in relaxation. A person who wants to sleep with no disturbances. A person who wants to walk only at a leisurely pace. Get there whenever you get there. Such a person, It's going to be hard to get yourself going. You got to wake up and get to shul in the morning. I have a, I have a um, belief that the whole institution of saying slichos this time of year is to get us to davening on time. All year we struggle to start davening on time. A minute late, two minutes late, five minutes late. We're putting on our tefillin, we're catching up, we're trying to say, we're skipping. So by instituting slichos before davening, the slichos are important, don't get me wrong. Yogim Yomidus of Rachelim are incredibly important. But minimally, if you got the slichos, but every time you got there, you got to davening not only on time, you got to davening early. You tell us in tefillin we're on, by the time you are ready to daven. Because otherwise, you want to stay in bed. It's hard. It's hard to overcome that sense of laziness within us. So whatever noble goal that we set, spending time with our family, having a drive to achieve even more at work, to serve in some volunteer capacity, whatever it is, to exercise, to eat right, whatever it is that we've set for ourselves as a goal, if we don't identify and anticipate what's going to block us and have a plan and a strategy, 
how we're going to overcome and navigate around us, it will indeed stop us in our tracks. It will keep us in bed. It'll keep us sitting on the couch. It'll keep us still because it takes a lot more to be able to set ourselves in motion than it is to stay at rest. The Ramchal here of Moshe Chaim Lutzato knew something long before research and science caught up. And he writes that if we form the wrong habits, if we have poor habits, bad habits, it'll be almost impossible in the moment, no matter how noble our ideal, to overcome them. And in fact, research says today, science has finally caught up and says, 40% of our day, 40% of what we do, we are creatures of habit. They're not active decisions that we're making, but we're simply living the habit that we've already formed. So whether you were on time today, early, late, whether you talked during davening, what you're wearing, what your hygiene routine was, by the first hour of your day, most of your day has already been predetermined by the habits that you formed over all the years of your life. So when you walked in today and you said, today I won't talk, or today I'm going to be on time, or today I'm going to, when we say today I'm going to, we have to overcome the embedded habit that's been formed over many years. And over 40% of our day, 40% of our actions are the result of habits, not decisions. Habits, not decisions. And why does that happen? So science says habits emerge even without our consent. It's a neurological function. The brain creates a habit loop in order to save on the decisions that we have to make. We have limited capacity. So to save decisions, because we have decision fatigue, we form habits so they can happen automated and automatically. But what's the good news of the fact that we're creatures of habit? You know what the good news is? If you have the right habits, 40% of your day is already pre-programmed to be fantastic. If you form the habit to jump out of bed when the alarm goes off, and you form the habit to come on time, you form the habit not to talk in shul, you form the habit to always be patient, never get angry, you form a habit to have a great work ethic and to always follow through and to get things done and done right. If we form the right habits, the good news of the fact that our brain is on a habit loop and the triggers loop create that loop, the good news is 40% of our day has already been pre-programmed without needing to make decisions to do the right things. It's incredible. But the Ramchal says we have to be aware and we have to be wary of how much habits impact us. If our habit is to be lazy, so always given the option, taking the easy way out or getting it done right, our habit is to be lazy, then 40% of our life is defined by laziness and by procrastination and by being lethargic. We have to appreciate, we have to understand, we are not in this world to take the easy way out. We're not in this world to get it done with the bare minimum. Is that what we want our legacy to be? If we engineer our lives backwards so that we picture our funeral after 120 years and our children are up there eulogizing us, do we want them to say, my father, my mother, they always took the easiest way out. My father, my mother, they got it done with the bare minimum. My father, my mother, they love to sit in that recliner. They could sit there hours on end all day long. They hated getting up and doing anything or getting it done right. If you engineer our lives backwards, is that what we want to be said about us? Is that our legacy? Is that our legacy? That's not why we're born. It's not why we're here. It's not why we're in this world. We each have a sacred mission. We have a purpose. We have a goal. We have a charge. Every one of us is unique. And God created us. We woke up this morning 
there are breath in our lungs and a beat in our chest and our heart because there's something for us to do. And that which there is for us to do, and we and only we can uniquely do it and contribute it to the world. The role we play in our family, the role we play in our community, the role we play in this world and the difference we're meant to make. That difference is not to be lazy, to sit still and to remain at rest. That takes work. Adam la amal yulad. Work is not a concession. Work is not just a reaction to when we have to do something because we have no other choice. Work is a noble ideal in Yiddishkeit. For the Torah, work is how we emulate Hashem. For six days he worked. And we work. The Kivshua, he told us, go conquer the world. Conquer your world. Conquering our world means within my world I want to stay in bed. Within my world I want to mail it in. Within my world I want to take the easy way out. And I'm told that I'm given the mission to conquer that world. To overcome and to break through it. Next Shabbat Shabbat Shuba, we're going to talk about the biggest obstacle to doing that. The biggest obstacle to being the best version of ourselves is something that's called resistance. Inside us is the best version of ourselves, but it usually doesn't match with the real selves. And between the two is something called resistance. There's resistance that blocks us from realizing the best version of ourselves. And part of that resistance is our laziness, is our desire to remain at rest, is our hesitation to get set into motion. But we are here, la'amal yulad, we're here to work. We're like day workers. We are here because God has hired us. He's charged us with a mission. We have a role. We have things to accomplish, things to get done, a difference to make. And we're never done. It doesn't matter what age, what stage of life, whether you're actively working or whether you are retired. This week's Parsha is... What's this week's Parsha? Nitzavim. Atem Nitzavim. As opposed to next week's Pasha. We spoke about this yesterday in the Pasha class. It's been a long week. Atem Nitzavim versus Vayelech Moshe. Atem Nitzavim, you the Jewish people, you're standing still. Vayelech Moshe, in contrast, Moshe was still moving. And when was Moshe still moving? When was he still accomplishing? When was he still conquering his world? What day was that? His bris? His bar mitzvah? His sheva brachas? The first day of his new job? It was the day of his death. It was the last day day of his life. And still, if there was any day he was entitled to stay in bed a little bit longer, to sit on the couch, to rest, and to watch, and to take pleasure in all that he had done. If there was any day he was entitled to sit still, it was that last day. But no, Vayelech Moshe. He was still in motion. He was still conquering his world. He was still doing. We are like soldiers at war. Does a soldier sleep it off in the tent? Do they remain behind in the camp? Do they show laziness? He can't afford to. There's an enemy. And if you are lazy, the enemy will come and decimate you. So we'll end with this. My buddy Jocko Willink. He's not my buddy in real life. I wish he were my buddy. But I like to quote him and share his books. The Navy SEAL instructor, the Navy SEAL commander. We studied his uh, book, Extreme Ownership and Freedom Through Discipline. So he talks about when he was uh, commanding Navy SEALs in Iraq, he lived with alacrity and zeal because he knew there was an enemy. And if he had any laziness, any procrastination at all, one lazy bone in his body, he would be murdered, be killed by the enemy, the enemy would take him out. And so there was no hesitation. He didn't need to form new habits. When there's an enemy who could attack you, you jump out of bed. You do what you need to do on those front lines. So he said that when he got home, all he did was transfer the same thought process. And he realized 
that even though there was no longer an enemy combatant on the other side, there was an enemy within. And when he thought of that desire to stay in bed, or that desire to eat endlessly, or the desire to not exercise, or the desire to not be the best version of himself, when he pictured that as the enemy, then he was able to motivate himself to have that same level of zeal that he had in that battle in Iraq. So we have to understand what's at stake, and we have to see the consequence of a life of laziness as the enemy. It's an enemy. To not have enough money to support our family because we were lazy is an enemy. To take years off our life because we don't protect our health because we're lazy is an enemy. There are enemies around us, and when we view them as the enemy trying to block us from our breakthrough to success, then we find the motivation and willpower to overcome them. Mirz Hashem, we will pick up with this after Sukkot. Wish everyone a ksiva v'chasim tova.